Guys, this is this is a big day for us. I think you know what's coming. Yeah, Yankee baseball, right? No, that no. I know that's. I just I know what's hold, coming. I'm messing. Hold with your horses it. and let's make sure your guys do their part tonight. Uh, no, uh, because we spent so much time talking about music, we thought we'd reel in uh, rock and roll DJ royalty, uh, Roger and JP from WBAB, and also wow. the Bone and Cox I'm Media. Doing, I'm doing. I'm not worthy shit right here. Wow. See that? <laughs> Guys, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank uh, you either one of you, nice. you could definitely be our agent. That's for sure, because <laughs> that's quite an introduction. Well, you know, there's 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 so many ways to go with this. But but first of all, welcome to commercial break. And, um, you know, ultimately, the, the, the world of rock and roll is something that that's certainly been what we grew up in and what we talk about all the time, even though we're supposed to be talking about mm. markets. So first, right. Roger, let just jump in and, and give us um, when I think of the heyday of rock and roll radio, uh, you know, I grew up in the 80s, high school, college, uh, et cetera. And, and really, that's that's when you got your start. And, and talk to me about just what it was like when radio was transforming. And it, it still is, um, but transforming what we listened to and, and how you got involved. Yeah, it really uh, it's changed so much since I started in 84, where it is it was really just becoming uh, homogenized in a way. It had been in the 70s had been very much uh, all the hippie guys were cool and on the radio with long yeah. hair and it was just playing records and nobody really. And then it got formatted. And then uh, the mom and pop owners started selling to companies. And now you've seen the last 25, 30 years of it's become very corporate with giants that are now owning all the radio stations instead of little literally uh, husband, wife owning a radio station. And and all the programming has been uh, corporatized and perfected and targeted and researched and focused so all of that has happened since i started in 84 where it's now become it's it's been such big business for a long time and now it's going through uh, a bit of a downsizing because of what's going on um uh our revenue and radio has been hit uh pretty hard uh for the last five six months as you can imagine yeah so well, uh you know things are changing it, it's it's a case where if you think about you know again i'm talking about uh, WPLJ, WNEW, WLIR yeah. out here on the island. I mean, it, you know, yeah. these were these were e e evolved in terms of the culture, and and ultimately, yeah, big, the same things happened in our world. And and obviously, linear TV is also dying. And and we'll get into Spotify and streaming and how we're all consuming music differently. Guy, jump yeah. in. Let's let's talk to JP. Yeah, JP, I want to get right to it, man. First of all, when I'm out there, which is seldom, I will absolutely put on BAB because there's so few classic rock stations <laughs> actually are worthy. I mean, and you guys nice. are clearly one Thank of them. You. But look, Rolling Stone just put out this list, top 500 albums of all time. I mean, yeah. I think they totally ah. jumped the F in shark. Yeah, I don't always. know what they were thinking, but what were you thinking? How can Zeppelin, <laughs> how can, how can, <laughs> Eight Zeppelin albums not be in the top 10, let alone not in one of them in the top, top 58. 50. Yeah. I stopped paying attention to anything Rolling Stone did years ago because it's a bunch of people trying to be too cool for the room, with the exception of David Frick, who I think is a really good writer. Rolling Stone lists and everything else, they just kind of... I don't know. What did they end up putting at number one? What were the top... What were they? What Marvin were Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Um, I'm, listen, I... We can't attack on. Marvin Gaye. No, and, of course and, not. But... He's not the number one rock and roll album. No, <laughs> no, no, not even, no, not even close. Did anything? Did anything? Metallica? Did Nirvana's? Nevermind? Did Black and Black? And none I of think that. Nevermind. Nevermind was sixteen. Black and Black was nowhere to be found. Um, wow. I think the I think the Who were nowhere in the top fifty. If I'm, uh, if I'm, I could be off on this one, but if I remember correctly, 
Back in Black is still the biggest selling record. That's, right. that's not a that's not a um, greatest hits record. Greatest hits yeah. of all time. I think. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Right, right, Rush. Does that make sense? I think you're right. That's yeah, how could right. it not be there? Stop it. Stop well, it. We, 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 I, wish, <laughs> I, I wish we could. Um, it, it, so one of the things that we love to do, and, and we talk about it all the time, because it just kind of comes up, those 70s bands that were heroes that turned into zeros in the 80s. And I realized that the format in the 80s was different in <laughs> arena rock and this right. and that. But, but when I think Elton John in the 70s, versus Elton John in the 80s, I want to throw up. I love Elton in the 70s. Uh, <laughs> I still stand stand in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. He definitely changed. Yeah. Yeah. So talk, talk about that. And who, who fits that bill for you? Because again, we're talking Chicago, we're talking Genesis, we're talking Yes. Yeah. What do you I got? Mean, you, you definitely hit a soft spot with me with Chicago, because I love 70s Chicago. And in the 80s, obviously, it becomes You're the Inspiration Chicago, and oh. a lot of other pop hits, which Okay, I'm sure they're finely crafted pop hits, but the brassy Chicago with Terry Kath on guitar and totally. that band that happened, Chicago Transit Authority, was mind-blowing when it occurred. Nobody else liked that. And then within 15 years, they're that. So I see Chicago totally hits me straight through the heart. You're right on with that, Tim. I throw I throw the Doobie Brothers in there. I mean, there are a lot of bands. I mean, even Doobie. Listen, uh, think about where Jefferson Airplane went from that to the, the Starship, the Jefferson true. Starship. I mean, I know the Doobies maybe not so much, but there are a lot of bands that just completely lost their way in the 80s. And there's some bands that completely continued on. I mean, I'm a Southern rock guy. The Allman Brothers All were right. killing it. Right, it right? I mean, right yep. until a few years ago. I mean, where do the Allmans stack up in your... I mean... When you guys get calls, Roger, who are you getting calls about? I mean, do the almonds still way up there on the list? Well, the almonds are, I mean, they've become gods. I think it's, in a weird way, they've become bigger than they ever were yeah. since they have done the festivals and laid back, whatever it is, whatever the reason is, the last 20 years, I feel like they've grown even bigger than they were when I, I was think in it's high Derek school. Trucks. I think it's Derek is Trucks that what it coming is? into the <laughs> I, I don't know. He's, he's such I, an awesome guitarist. But I think it's just be, that they have become icons. You know, they were a great band then, but now people realize, and, uh, you know, before when Greg was obviously still alive, they're going to see them with Warren Haynes and they just iconic legends. And, uh, you know, Almond Brothers found their way. I mean, everybody in their career, I feel like the Stones, you know, whoever, they lose their way a little bit here and there. We feel like as the public, you know, judging everybody. But uh, some of them, as you said, came back uh, stronger. And I mean, the Stones have always come back and they're still great. The Almond Brothers became legends. Uh, and probably, I guess, owned probably the Southern Rock thing with Skinner, who yep. are obvious yeah. legends for reasons, but they were cut short. They never had a chance to go through the 80s. I got so a great you... Allman Brothers ahead, story yeah. real quick. Yeah. I got a great, I was, I got the chance to, when they would come in and do their March run, you know, uh, yeah. pe the, the Beacon. beacon. The beacon. Peaking, at, yeah. peaking at the Beacon. Yeah. And uh, I would get to go in and introduce them, you know, ladies and gentlemen, the Allman Brothers, right? That kind of thing. And I'm sure so, we were there. So, right, so <laughs> then I'm there and then I was, I was able to sit on the side of the stage and Dickie Betts is having trouble with the, his guitar. And he's like pointing to his guitar tech. Before you know it, his guitar tech is not responding the way Dickie Betts wants him to respond. And Dickie Betts, I don't know if you know this, has a very short fuse. Oh yeah, no Before you know it, Dickie is chasing, chasing off the stage, around the stage, <laughs> back to the stage, 
MFing this guy 10 ways to Sunday. It was great. I'm like, I cannot believe I'm getting to see this. It was awesome. Well, D Dickie and, and Dickie kind of did that, ran his way right out of that band. But uh, by the way, yeah, yeah. you talk about Skinnerd and some of these bands. Uh, one of the other big debates we have is, so JP, when you're alphabetizing your albums, um, where, are you putting, <laughs> where, where, where are you putting Skinner? Where where are you alphabetizing Skinner? Uh, if I was doing that, dude, you're giving, I'm an ADHD kid, so I have no attention to detail whatsoever. No, are you I mean, putting them uh, under uh, the uh, L's or the S's? No, no L I get it. S? It's, well, it's going under L, I guess. Yeah, yeah. my man, yeah. exactly. It's yes. going under L. How about tall? How about tall? What are you doing with I Jethro? I don't own Jethro tall. If I would have smashed it, I'd use it as a coaster. <laughs> I do. That, you're... <laughs> You're talking you talking my language there. Jethro Tull is just insulting oh. music without question. And then, but then you find what? yourself. This real, no, I'm just telling. So, Roger, here <laughs> you go. I got a question for you. If you I have all your albums, it, but, uh, you have great. all your albums lined up, right? You yeah, have all yeah. your who together. Does Townsend go with the who? Or does Townsend get put by himself? I know what I'm doing. I'm just curious. Same thing with Neil Young, with Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Are right. they off on their own? Yeah, I, they're usually separated, and I'm telling you, in uh, Rock Radio Station Library, Skinner's under L, Jethro Tull is under J, and Neil Young is under Y with CSN under Crosby. Right. You know, they don't really separate them, and The Who is not under The. It's no. It's definitely w. under Who. <laughs> My man, see that? But now, I could be a disc jockey. I mean, I could be Dennis Elsus of today. So, real quick, <laughs> J JP, was there any yeah. guy or gal for that matter? Carol Miller was, uh, you know, she was huge back yeah. then. Are there any DJs that sort of influenced what you were doing or what you're doing now? Influence what I, what I try to do because, you know, we want to entertain first and foremost. And we have conversations about music all the time. But so Stern, I mean, Howard to me yeah. is the greatest of all time. He kicked open every door for all of us that want to do personality radio. But when it comes to the music, believe it or not, I work with him. I work with yeah. him. It's Raj because Roger and I got a seven-year difference. So I would be in the after he was doing afternoons for a long time, and I was driving home from school or whatever it is, and I was listening to Raj. I mean, yeah. and and there was another guy that was doing mornings at the time. His name was Bob Buckman. Like yeah. I'm working at a radio station. You know, our morning show. Our morning show is a rock show with yeah. personality-driven rock show, and our midday show is a talk show where we talk about whatever. But growing up on Long Island, WBAB was everything. Absolutely I had right. the WBAB bumper stickers in my high school locker, along with that Eddie Van Halen picture that you have as your screensaver. Right, right on, in my, man. In my locker. So I'm working at the place that I grew up listening to the jocks that we hear. You know, I'm a Long yeah. Island boy, born and bred. Never well, it, it, it's It's hot. In fact, I, I, I don't know if you can the, tell the, by the, the accent. The a <laughs> <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Yeah, those BAB events at CPIs and, and you know, oh, some of these places. I mean, if, if those walls could talk. So, right. so we're, we're talking bands, and we've talked about some of the bands that went bad. How about you guys play a steady diet of, of classic rock, and a lot of this stuff yeah. is, is – I, I hate change. Uh, so when I turn on BAB, <laughs> you know, this isn't us. a backhanded compliment. Right. Right. But, but, I mean, you guys are spinning the same tunes. Is there anybody – where you're just like, look, man, I can't listen to I want to know what love is one more time. I mean, Lou Graham bums me out or right. just, you know, we're we're sick of spinning this song. Whereas, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that GNR album, you can play till the end of time. But but where do you guys go on this? If I Roger? never heard if I I'm sorry, Raj, go ahead. That's all right. You know, Tim, I mean, I think it goes with moods because I'll tell you, 
so many stations are playing Guns N' Roses right now that it's starting to burn. It's starting to become wallpaper, and I yeah. don't want that yeah, to become wallpaper. Right. I don't want it to be that. Guns N' Roses, that first album to me is so much gold. I never want to not feel the edge or feel like it's just in the background, like at an auto parts store where I, it, you know, it's just there. But, uh, you know, there's certain songs, I think, that wear on you at certain times that come in and come out once in a while. I used to hear, uh, what was the song from The Who that I loved? I think it was Going Mobile. I used to hear, for whatever reason, sure. it was just in my head. And for a six-month period, maybe a bunch of years ago, it bothered me. But then that went away, you know? So I think songs and bands move in and out to be more annoying or less annoying, you know, whatever it is. But I will always not like Emotional Rescue from the Stones. That song will always annoy me. When I had a boat, my wife, wanted me, my wife wanted me to name the boat Emotional Rescue. I was like, oh. Oh. There you go. There you drove go. a hole in it. God, I hate that song. <laughs> JP, so, so obviously we lost Eddie Van Halen this week. And, yeah. you know, oh. Van Halen is just, you know, Van Halen, think about, I, I, grew, I grew up in the 70s. I went to high school. I graduated in 82. So Van Halen was the shit for sure. Yeah. And, you know, we can talk about Eddie and the band, but I put out my top 10 list. And this is interesting. It's probably right in your wheelhouse. And I left off Jump, which is a shitty song. And Panama, which is an equally <laughs> shitty song. Oh, come on. No, come on. 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 Come Come at me. Just stop. You're an angry oh, man. People, no, put you in, dude, people put you in charge of that money? Are you nuts? <laughs> I didn't leave well, Panama said. off of any Van Halen list. Oh, you can't. It's, it is you. unlistenable. It's like a David Bowie dude. rebel rebel. It's just monotonous. It's oh. not an interesting song. I mean, oh. that's, I'm just putting it out to you. Wow. Okay. Listen, I'll take... You know, uh, a Romeo Delight, Sinner's Swing, uh, Dirty Movies, like all that stuff. To, to me, Fair Warning is the best of is the best of the best. But you don't leave Panama off of any Van Halen list. <laughs> like, I don't mean to be rude. I know it's the first time we're meeting each other, but I kind of feel like you lose all credibility when you say Panama doesn't belong well, on a Van Halen list. JP, JP, you, you just hit on an important thing, and and I'm glad you're you're chiming in there. So, guy, if you told him to rank his top ten albums. He's got Carol King's Tapestry 100%. in there. I mean, I, I don't even think he could name three songs that she sings. I, I think mean, he's trying to be avant-garde. <laughs> right. trying to be sensitive. Uh, Rolling trying, Stone. Know. That's what Rolling Stone does. No, but except the Tapestry is a legit album. I mean, oh, yeah. stop. Anyway, I mean, but I think Tim is sitting on something. I, I didn't leave those songs off the track. I just think Jump is an it's a, it's a brutal song. And you know, Panama to me is just sort of nails on the chalkboard. But that's what makes markets, right? Right. I listen. I don't That's know. That's true. It's all your preference, right? I mean, oh, yeah. Jump is a well-written hit. There's no question right. it's a number one hit. And Why Can't This Be Love is the same idea. But I don't know how well, you I, like Panama, even though that was a big hit, too. But that's a nice, crunchy, great, window-down, radio-cranked-up song. I don't know, guy. Dude, Panama, <laughs> I, Panama doesn't I mean, make you drive 90 miles an hour. I, I don't know. JP, what were you driving in high school? What would what, you have? I bet, <laughs> like, something... So, Something Nothing with, you know, 440 big block. What no, I had a, my uh, father's I old 1976, and I graduated in 1990. <laughs> I was driving a 1976 Bonneville that was about 40 feet long. All Some right. people would say it was beige. Some might say it was, like, faded yellow. It was... <laughs> Awful vinyl interior. It was one of those where you had all everybody in the front had to move their ass at the same time to get the seat to move forward. Yeah. Right on. Well, <laughs> I hit everything with that thing. Those are defining moments. So, so let's let's do a little bit of like kind of stream of consciousness stuff, um, where I'll go back and forth and just ask a couple and guy jump in here too. But so, Roger, first, uh, yeah, who who versus Stones? 
Stones. By Got just it. a little. Just a little. They're, they're, I'm, they're I'm both a, pretty I'm close. Guy. I'm a who guy. Guy, yeah? Guy, yeah. guy, you're on deck, but he, this is, I'm throwing this at JP. Um, grunge versus metal. Metal. All day, every day. <laughs> Hands down. Judas Priest. <laughs> Metallica. Megadeth. Iron Maiden. Motorhead. Anthrax. Motorhead. <laughs> Anthrax. Motorhead. There you go. Guy jumped. Jump Roger, in. front men. Freddie Mercury or Mick Jagger? Freddie Mercury. Mm. My man. That's right. I mean, Jagger's great. There's no, no question about that. But Freddie Mercury, if only he had more time. But still, look at what he does with a crowd. And look at how talented he was. Just as a front man, obviously, the singing is above and beyond anybody. But as the front man, amazing. Had everybody in the palm of his hand. Incredible. JP, guilty pleasure band. Who, 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 are you, who are you closing the doors, uh, putting the shade down, and, and listening to, like your Duran Duran, or, you know, what do you got? Especially a guy like you who's loving his metal. Uh, this is the most uncomfortable question I've ever Come on, come on. <laughs> We're all friends here. I We're dig, friends. I dig a little like Lionel Richie or the Commodores. Wow, kind of thing. nice. Yeah, <laughs> I do, I do. That's the first thing that popped in my head. I mean, I can find a lot of filthy pleasures in this phone if I really got into yeah. it, but that's the first thing that popped into my head. I mean, J JP's getting on me about tapestry and he's dropping uh, the Commodore. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I was driving the other night, I was driving the other night and I had the phone, like all my music going through the phone and Night Shift came on from the Commodores. Dude, that's a jam. If you don't like that song, you have no soul. But, but again, and I'm, and I'm with you on that, but you can make an argument, JP, that when you go Commodores to Lionel, you've gone Genesis to Phil Collins. You've sold out. In other words, like the Commodores were slick. They were right. cool. It they was were different. bad. It was you know? different. I'll tell you yeah. what, man. I've seen Genesis live in, in um, you know, I, the I Can't Dance tour at Giant Stadium. It was one of the most amazing rock shows I've ever seen in my life. And it's hit after hit after hit after hit. It's not that avant-garde crap that you were talking about before when you were blaming him for tapestry. Well, you I mean, know, <laughs> it's it's like that stuff with. But Genesis, with, I get it. But I mean, when when then you start mentioning s -s 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 studio. Well, that, um, well, that mean, was solo. That was solo. That's that's right. that's solo. That's it's not terrible. that's not that's not Genesis though. But but Tim, you're saying Phil Collins sold out when he went solo. But oh, okay. I got what his you're first album. His first album is amazing. Face value, right within the air tonight. And I missed again. And so, I mean, some great songs. No, that's he, that's that's fair. And I mean, even No Jacket Required. I know there's a lot of hits on there, and Susu Studio is kind of ridiculous. But there's still <laughs> some great. <laughs> there's still some great songs on there. And in between, the Blue album with I Don't Care Anymore is a great album. So I mean, he had his he had his time. So I everybody sells like out a little bit. Well, I mean, here's a tough one for you. Sounds like I hit a this nerve. one. This Go one's going to be a tough one because I know where I come down. Bonham or Neil Peart? Neil. Wow. And it's, I, I, I love him so much. Bon, with no disrespect to Bonham. I mean, clearly. And they're two different types of drummers. But uh, Neil Peart. And maybe it's because he passed recently. But he is. Uh, Rush is always very close to the heart. Although so, Zeppelin is in my top five as well. I'm, I'm with you, Roger. And in fact, um, I am a drummer. Although when we mentioned those two guys, it, uh, you know, I'm, I'm basically ta I'm tapping on the table at, at school. Um, but, but what Pert was able to do, um, both in terms of his speed and his chops and his rudiments, I mean, it, it, no one was even close. And, and I'm a Who yeah. fan. So my Who Stones thing is, is definitely the Who. And, and Keith Moon is often talked about in 
uh, the genre of top rock and roll drummers as he should be, but not because of, of his technique and his technicals like Neil Peart. It's because yeah, different he, was, guys. he was playing lead, right? He was basically doing right. something different back there. So, Right. JP. Charlie Watts is a whole different guy. All the, all oh, the, yeah. and Phil Collins is a different guy, but they're all great. Just different, differently great, I guess you could say. Actually, you know, it's funny. I saw I saw Clapton toured with uh, Phil Collins, and actually, it was a tremendous tour. I mean, and I thought Phil Collins was fantastic. And then I saw Clapton tour with uh, Mark Knopfler, which I thought was fantastic as well. I mean, Clapton to me, that was just my next question was going to be, you know, mm. Clapton or is is it is it that type of thing? I mean, is Clapton at the top of the list, or are there it, other guys that you put in that list? To me, I'm more of an '80s guy, but I'll never ever not understand what Clapton brings to the table. There are certain people when they're playing the guitar, the sound, you immediately know who it is. Yeah. yeah. You know, you cannot know the song, but when you hear the sound of the guitar, you know who it is. Carlos Santana is one of them. Eddie Van Halen's one of them. Uh, Slash, is one, Slash yeah. is one of them. Clapton's one of those guys. Jimmy yeah. Page is one of those guys. Um, you know, I, I think all of them are in that conversation. But to me, out of all of them, it's Eddie. It's Eddie. <laughs> it's Eddie. I mean, you just listen to those first six records. And I love both. Uh, listen, I'm not I'm not going to get the, the Dave debate, the Sam debate. I actually love both of them. I love all the music. But those first six Van Halen records, look the sound. My God, the, yeah. the sound, the sound of those records. And especially once he got to Panama. I mean, my God. Who doesn't like that song? <laughs> no, that, you guys, you guys, I was listening uh, two days ago. You guys did a great job uh, on air going through your Thanks, tribute. Tim. It was wonderful. Um, in fact, as, as, as Roger, you know, because I, I pepper you on Twitter now. Um, yeah, you do. <laughs> for the first time ever in my life uh, at age 54, I called into a radio show. Um, and I think it was the first time I called in, it was um, iconic rock and roll uh, uh, guitar riffs, your top 10. And so the most defining. And so meanwhile, I'm, I'm, like, I'm my, like, my palms are sweaty. I'm like, I'm in, I'm in my car. I'm waiting outside 7-Eleven, like, you know, hitting the redial, hitting the redial. <laughs> I finally get through and I had thought about it. I'm like, all right, it's either back in black. Or, and then I quickly thought, no, it's, it's dire straits money for nothing. Because it's like that. And, and, and so I get on. And I think JP, I think I, don't, I think it was you that answered. But when I got in there and I said, I said, "Hey, it's Tim," and I said, "Hey, it's Tim from CNBC," thinking like that's gonna matter for shit. Right, I mean, right, but anyway. Right. So, so then I said, "Money for nothing by Dire Straits." And he's like, "Nah." And I said, "Can I get another one?" And he's like, "No, you don't get another one." And he hung up on me. And then I was yeah. listening to the radio, and I heard you guys for like the next two minutes talking about those guys that come in and ruin all the contests because they keep thinking that they can say as much as they want. So that was, uh, that was, that was my jump off. Point. You get the, one guess. If the you're interesting wrong, you part, the interesting part of your recollection of that moment is that when you did it on your podcast the next day yeah. or two days later, yeah. Yeah. Um, your impression of me was, uh, was nowhere near, right? no, near, no near as kind as it just was. <laughs> but well, I'm glad we were able to get past it and all become friends. Well, I'm glad you were listening, man. And, and in fact, uh, uh, I was bummed that I got shut out from Rock and Roll Joes and Joey's a couple of days ago. But, uh, I'll be back, man. I'll wow, be back. you listen a lot, too. We appreciate that. The door's, That's awesome. always, the door's always welcome to you guys. So Easy. finally, also talk to me about the syndicate and the radio. And, and is it, mm. are you guys on the bone as in like, the bone like yeah. that one because that was that's the it's, one i remember from from growing up out here and cleaning pools and listening to the bone oh, in, my, in my pool truck yeah. that was a hard rock station out east on long island but right there's a, right uh, 
a real so, raw radio format that's all talk in Tampa, Florida called got The Bone. It. It's got 102.5 it. in Tampa, and it's all talk, and we do it every day, 11 to 2. And we both love that show. I mean, it's, it's completely yeah. different from the BAB show on Long Island, obviously. And, but all talk, we really get to stretch out and be creative. And well, hold that's play. awesome. So, so, you know, give us, give us some insight into kind of what, what you guys were doing. We're tuning in. We're going to make sure everybody's tuning in because, I mean, this is the kind of conversation, not that our conversation, right. Guy, and I, Guy and I are doing nothing here. But um, what, <laughs> what, are you guys, what are you guys doing? Are you talking music? Are you talking sports? What are you doing? Everything. Really, everything. You know, talk radio, uh, politics, you know, with Rush and Hannity. And a lot of shows kind of have had the middays for 30 years. Yep. And news talk has always been there. And sports talk has had their time for about 30 years now, too. And apparently what we're doing on The Bone is like the next generation of what's happening with talk radio, yep. where it's lifestyle. We're talking yep. about our lives and the listeners' lives and relating to everything, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, Pence with a fly on his head or yep. talking about what happened in our life this morning, you know. So big world, small world, we cover like everything, really. And we don't, we don't do a ton of sports. We don't do a ton of politics. We do, but we do everything else. Well, we got to talk. We got to talk some stocks once in a while. So we should uh, get in there and talk about the markets, which obviously uh, have been giving people a little agita uh, and well, whatnot. But uh, fun stuff. We will definitely be reaching out to you come election time. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> well, because something tells me it's going to get a little bumpy. You guys do a lot of community work, and I want to make sure we get that in. So, JP, I don't know if you want to start, but I know you're doing a lot of things in the community. You have a lot of things you're passionate about. You want to just tell the audience what you guys are looking at these days? Yeah, you know what? For years, we've been working with um, the John Thiessen Children's Foundation. And John Thiessen, I used to be a board member. Um, then once a, the other show came on, I had to step away from my board responsibilities. But the John Thiessen Children's Foundation, uh, John Thiessen is a Long Island guy um, who just when he was a kid was in the hospital and saw kids around the holidays not have toys and not have what they needed and got out of the hospital and he had a brain tumor at the time. He survived that and dedicated his whole life to making sure that kids on Long Island um, don't want for toys and don't have to worry about a birthday party or back to school supplies or whatever it is. So yeah. um, we're all about helping John Thiessen out as much as we can, as often as we can. So yeah, it's, that's, uh, it's, that's jtcf.org if anybody wants yep. to check it out. Yeah, it's a great organization. We've working with them for 25 years. Yep. What comes through from you guys every morning is a commitment to the community and what's going on on the island. And when, I'm sure when you're talking uh, on the bone, it's the same thing. I mean, people, uh, you're, you're, you're seemingly, even on what's often a, a syndicated national stage, you're, you're kind of, you're the local guys that are looking out for the local guys. And, and that's, that's appreciated. That comes through. These are difficult times for everybody. Uh, you guys are, you know, the government may or may not be sending out. You guys are sending out stimulus right. checks. That's awesome. And, and again, yeah. I think, I think the roots of rock and roll are that it's, it's, it's localized and there's a, there's a sense of, you know, you're building obviously uh, around that community and, and you guys in a world where uh, even though, you know, again, big stage you're on, um, but, but people feel that people feel it in Long Island. So great job. Thank you. Thank That's you JP, I got, I got, listen, you. I got one question for you, JP, because you sort of remind me a little, and I mean this in the, in a very complimentary of way, but of course, you know, Craig, Craig Carton's coming back and I know <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, familiar you with the story. Yeah. I don't know if you know Craig or not, but what do you think about, you know, his potential return to radio and, you know, what does he mean? Listen, I tell you what, love him, hate him, you know, regardless of his right. you know, legal woes, 
I mean, I happen to think on radio the guy's a genius. What are you? What are your thoughts there? I um, I don't I do not know him, uh, but I do know I once had somebody tell me years ago when they were when Boomer and Carton were first kind of taken off that someone had said to me the only difference between you and Carton, is, that's why it was interesting that you made the comparison. Uh, he said the only thing the only difference between you and Carton is a good agent. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I have a ton of respect. I think everybody deserve, deserves a second chance. And I hope Entercom gives it to him. And I hope they pay him. And I hope he comes back into New York City and gives it a good kick in the ass because, you know, we need it. He's good on the air, man. He's, he again, I don't know him. I've never met him. I've never shook his hand. Nothing. But um, I know talent when I hear talent. And that, guy, right. and that guy's got it. So, you know, he paid his debt to society, uh, whatever he got himself trouble for. I'm hoping he's able to put his life back together and get his family back together if that's possible. And I wish that dude uh, nothing but the best. I really I saw his documentary on HBO last night. It was really good. It was actually a good story. It goes by an hour, 20 minutes, gone like nothing. It was a good yeah, story. I, yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's funny. I wanted to watch it because I got caught up in something else, as you can probably – actually, there were two things on last night. They both sucked, but I, but I digress. <laughs> yeah. Tim, you want to take us out here? Well, you're yeah, probably busy so, listening to Carol King Tapestry last night. Uh, he, he, <laughs> that or Janice Ian or something. something <laughs> Janice Ian. So, I, I mean, Melissa Manchester. So, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 guys, first of all, um, we, we got to get some semblance of a top five from you guys on bands on the way out the door here. Um, and it's going to be uh, very different. His and mine are going to be very, very that's, different. That's, as we say, wow. that's what makes markets. You know, there's a buyer and a seller of everything. So, uh, it sounds like JP's scheming his up. Roger, give me give me some, and you can you can call them your top five and not rank them. Um, yeah, but, that's but, tough to uh, rank. It it sounds like there's been look, you've had a lot of influences, and, yeah. and again, it's part of I think the magic of music is is that uh, you know guy can love the Pet Shop Boys and Leonard Skinner at the same time. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I would I would probably go Led Zeppelin, Kiss, Elton John, Skinner, and. Ooh, this is tough. It's so tough to just do five. I know, I know. I, I know. feel We're like I need 15. Right. Yeah. All right. And, uh, and, then, I, and then I would get probably, probably throw in a Van Halen, I guess. You know, it's tough. That fifth spot, Van Halen, ACDC, Rush, uh, The Outlaws. There's so many bands I could throw nice. in there. I'm not even sure. The Outlaws. Well, Kiss was, Kiss was my first God, arena I show. It. I think I was yeah. in seventh grade. So the Love Gun tour. Hey, Guy, I'm pretty sure uh, The Outlaws is uh, Roger's Tapestry. <laughs> I saw Man, the, I outlaws the Outlaws and Molly Hatchett. They played Greengrass and High Tides yeah. for about 45 minutes. Anyway, you know JP, it. what do you got? I saw that tour too, Guy. <laughs> I'm, going, uh, I'm going Metallica. I'm going ACDC. I'm going Van Halen. I'll go Iron Maiden. I was wow. going to say, you got to be slipping some Megadeth in there. Yeah, no, not Megadeth. I'll go Iron Maiden, and I'll go, again, that fifth spot. I can go Zeppelin is the easy one. You know, Zeppelin, I throw awesome. Rush in there. I throw Ozzy in there. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's safe to say that, that our, our top uh, 500, let alone our top five, are very different than Rolling Stones all around the table. 100%. Uh, That's true. JP, Roger, what, what a pleasure to have you guys and talk you, rock and roll, talk life. And um, thanks for coming on. That was a good time, hey, man. Thank you for no having us. No problem, Tim. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, Appreciate fellas. It. We'll be put well, the organization boys. up on the website. Thanks for all you guys do. <laughs> right on. We'll be see, well. We'll see you on the bone. Later. Take care, guys. All right, guys. Thanks, guys. Later. Thanks.